Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today we are diving into a topic that I am still a very much a newbie on, very much a student on this topic. So I'm going to be learning right along with you. Uh, we're going to be talking about messenger marketing specifically for product launches. And so I have with me on the podcast today an expert on that subject. Hey, Brett Curry here. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to talk quickly about YouTube ads. People ask me all the time, what makes for a great YouTube ad? And it's true. The ad is the hardest part for getting YouTube to work. Now, I love the campaign structure. I love audience targeting. And I love tinkering with bids and using the smart bid algorithm. And I even like budget management. I like all that behind the scenes stuff. But I've seen it time and time again where the exact same campaign structure just limps along with a mediocre video. But you get the right video with the right message that resonates with people, and that same campaign structure just takes off. It scales. And so over the last couple of years, my team and I, we've been collecting good YouTube ads. We've been watching, we've been paying attention, looking at our own clients, looking at the numbers, finding what are ads that resonate and work on YouTube. And so we started building this little guide, this little guide that we use internally. And we started categorizing ads and giving them fun names like the manifesto and the UGC mashup and the have it all. And so we started kind of breaking down what elements in these videos make them work. And so I was speaking at a recent event, and I just happened to mention that this resource existed, and uh, people sort of clamored for it. Like everybody was like, hey, I, I wanna see the guy. I wanna see that resource. I wanna see all these successful ads. And so that's what we've done. So we put together this resource, kind of first time ever, gonna share it with a broader audience. It's free, so check it out and get our list of winning YouTube ad formulas with lots of examples. Let this be your inspiration for your next killer YouTube ad. So this is a free resource. We'll link to it in the show notes to this show, but you can also go to omgcommerce.com, click on resources and then guides, and it's the YouTube ad templates and guide. Check it out, and I hope it inspires your next killer YouTube ad campaign. And now, back to the show. So I'm delighted to welcome Jeremy Horowitz. He's the host of the Messenger Mastermind podcast podcast I highly recommend. And so with that, Jeremy, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was I had a really fun time enjoying you on our podcast. So really excited to see what we're going to dive into today. Yeah, yeah. We we're kind of riffing, talking about, you know, YouTube ads. And so go listen to that episode if you want to. But we we're, we're just like, man, we got to keep this conversation going. I got to have Jeremy on, on my podcast. Definitely. So, uh, so glad to make it work. So we're going to be talking about product launches specifically, you know, messenger marketing, how that ties in. And there's going to be lots of other marketing pieces that go into product launches. But if you would, Jeremy, you know, before you were this world famous, illustrious podcast host, uh, what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. What did you do before that? Yeah. So I got started in e-commerce actually as a software product manager. So I was building white label solutions for e-commerce companies to plug into their website. Um, things like distributed drop shipping, uh, analyzing on-site behavior for retargeting campaigns. And then during that process, I met a really cool company called Lumi, had a really good relationship with their founders. And I was brought on to be their e-commerce manager when they were expanding from about five sales channels to about 25. 
uh, with some pretty big retailers, Target, Verizon, Sprint, Wireless. Um, I always forget the rest of the list, Apple. Um, and I basically manage their Shopify Plus business as well as their Amazon business. Got my hands dirty in a lot of digital marketing, built their email program pretty much from scrap to a uh, mid six figure revenue channel, build out their email. In addition to their email, I also built out their messenger program, SMS program, and push notifications. Um, and in that time and in that process, we, for anyone who doesn't know what Lumi is or sells, it's Kim Kardashian's favorite selfie case. So we were selling cell phone cases with really high powered lights on them so that if you wanted to take any type of photos or videos while you were out, you essentially had like photo quality spotlights on your face. Um, and so we were primarily selling into younger female demos who were taking photos to sell, to essentially post on social media. And so like, if you think about all those numbers, 85, 80% of our traffic came from mobile devices and they were buying a product for their phone. Um, and so a major business model innovation was pivoting from the core product to different patterns and designs. So think like a phone case, but with marble prints and glitter and all of these different things. And so what we were doing... Which makes a lot of sense because if one, if you're investing in this, this selfie lifestyle and a mobile lifestyle, you're a mobile influencer or you would like to be a mobile influencer, you can't rock the same case every day, man. You got, you got, to, you got to mix it up. You got to bring yeah. something fresh, you know? Yeah. And we were, we were seeing that exact pattern. Like customers were swapping it the same way that they would swap out like their bag or belts. And so what we really need to focus on was, okay, well now we're not launching every 18 months with a new case. We're now launching the same form factor, but different colors every, I mean, it got down at a certain point to six to eight weeks. Wow. And so we really need to build a replenishable engine that we could just keep pushing all these products through that we could just know that we have a product coming up. It's got to be a big launch. We've got to move a lot of units. Um, and especially on our Shopify and Amazon channel specifically, because we needed the quick turn to then validate out that the big box retailers would want to place more long-term POs for it. Um, and that's a whole other thing we can dive into. That was a really interesting challenge as well. So, so just real, real quick, I, I love that a replenishable engine. So I know there's there's lots to that. And if we were to take a you know a physical engine in a car and say, hey, just break that down real quick for me, that would be a really complex conversation. I'm sure it would be complex here too. But what were some of the what were some of the major elements of that replenishable engine? Yeah. So because I know that you and Ezra Firestone are best buds, I've got to give him a lot of credit for the concept of an early bird list that we found to be extremely effective in building any new channel. So for anyone who isn't familiar, we also call them hype lists because we also like to tie in excitement to that. Um, and so basically what it means is you have a product launch coming, you tell people ahead of time that it is coming and you say, hey, if you want to give me your email, you'll be the first to know when this product launches. And the brilliant, there's, there's many levels to the brilliance of it, but the two main pieces that we like to focus on are one, it builds up your email list. So you can bring people off of paid media, you can bring people off of social media. And I, I mean that like your Instagram channel and Instagram stories, um, not like what you're paying in ads, so that you can have that email, now it's Messenger, SMS, and push notifications for, for that replenishable piece, right? Because if you have to go and spend ads every single time to acquire the same customer, uh, your costs just get a lot more expense, expensive versus acquiring the customer for something exciting like a product launch and then being able to hit them with an email and SMS every eight weeks. Um, and you I mean you're more of an expert than I am, but I, I couldn't imagine that you want to hit the same audience with the same types of offers every eight weeks at scale. Yeah, yeah for sure. And and if you build out that, you know, where, where you're in essence you're building lifetime value of a customer. 
Now you can invest more for that brand new customer. You can spend more on YouTube ads and Facebook ads and Instagram ads to get them in the first time because now they're more valuable. And now you've got this replenishable uh, engine, which is awesome. Uh, So, okay, cool. So, so keep, keep going. I interrupted you. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what we saw happen was as soon as we started launching more products and as soon as we started building our lists, our CPAs could, I don't think we ever tripled them, but they increased by 20, 30, 40, 50% because we knew that we could spend more to acquire the customer to keep them, that we knew we could keep them coming back. Um, And so throughout this whole process, while I was doing this at Lumi, my now business partners were doing this for their business constantly, very dear, where they sell fitness apparel, primarily leggings, sports bras, tank tops, and they were going through the same process of we need to be launching more products. We need something that we can rely on to keep going. They're down to every two and a half weeks, about 14 days, 15 days of launching a new product now. Um, and so we eventually just decided to team up. That's how we started the podcast. It was a lot of similar conversations to this. We were like, we should just be recording this. And then about a year later, we spun out an agency where now we help and we would come into other businesses and help them build out this process as well. Where it's not just, I mean, don't get me wrong. The primary objective is how do we just get that biggest spike in the sales chart as possible? Um, But really then how do we also build the marketing channels so that it's not just this one promo. It's not just Black Friday. It's not just one product launch. But every time we want to launch a new product, every time we want to launch a new promotion, we have the contact ability. We have the person so that when we know that we, we can be more confident going and spending more money to acquire more customers because we call it a web. Like we know that once a customer gets in, we're moving them from channel to channel so that they have that long-term relationship where they're going to keep buying. And maybe it's not this product launch and maybe it's not the next, but maybe it's the third, fourth, fifth. Um, and then also the beauty of it is we can move them to other channels. We got an Amazon promo where we have their contact information. We can move them here. If we're doing a, if we're doing a specific event with a retail partner, we can let people in that geographic area know. Um, and there's just a lot of power to having that and also keeping that healthy. Um, that especially when you take a more long-term view of your business, it really is impactful. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you, you can deliver fresh messages on different channels. There's not you know, ad fatigue or offer fatigue as much because it sounds like you're able to mix things up and there's new products coming, always something new and kind of build that web and, and hopefully get people to, to stick and hang out and really build that long-term relationship. So uh, yeah, let's, let's kind of, let's look at this from the perspective of, let's say there's a successful e-commerce brand. They're growing, they're doing well, but they're just, they're not doing much with messenger marketing. So what, what should they consider? What are kind of some of the, the, uh, the best use cases, the best tactics. And then we'll mm-hmm. talk about product launches in detail here in a minute. Yeah. So I think there's a bunch of different ways to look at Messenger. And there's a lot of different strategies that we've deployed and we've seen other companies deploy that are super effective. But I want to start at a little bit of a higher level. There are now, I think, one and a half billion people on Facebook who use Facebook Messenger. Wow. Um, and so, right, I mean, we're talking about like populations of multiple continents on one platform. And so... Um, it's also a direct inbox. So think about email, except there's no spam filters, algorithms that are trying to move you into different tabs. It's literally, this is where they talk to all of their friends and family. And you can, if you get them to opt in and you get them to say, I want to receive your messages from your business, you get to send them a message. Uh, Facebook now charges you about a cent. But I mean, if I, if I told you that you could buy CPMs on a platform for a one to two cents. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I think it's, it's, very, it's very enticing. And so what we like to think through is how can we creatively get someone to 
uh, get, how do we create, we get someone to, to reach out to us and be interested in hearing from us? Because we know once we get them a couple of times, and this is kind of like a Gary Vee classic, right? The jab, 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 hook. Right hook. Yep, like yep. We know with enough simple, cheap content, we can get them in. And then when we have something going on, um, like we really like to do tripwires. And so for anyone who isn't familiar, it's a very free, a very low cost, potentially free item and offer on the front end that then you upsell people afterwards once they've come into your brand, right? So if we can get people in at a couple cents and maybe even a couple dollars on the front end, give them some sort of great offer or great piece of content, then we know that we have a really cheap way to get back to them. At 98% open rates, we know that they're going to view the message. So at this point to us, it's really interesting to switch, especially from someone who I had such a strong email background, right? It's you spend 80% of your time focusing on getting the open. And then it's just like, oh, thank God, if they open, like hopefully they'll click on it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this, and also SMS really as well, you know that they're going to open it. So now it's... Open is taken care of. Yeah, yeah it's, it's virtually guaranteed. And so now all you're thinking about is how do I really focus on getting them to click? And it's just a very interesting shift in mindset. But I love it because now I don't have to worry about like, oh my God, what's the craziest, craftiest subject line I can create to hope that 20% of my audience will open up this email. Yeah. And it, that's a real challenge, man. And and I have seen that email open rates have gone up at the time of recording. It's still, things are still locked down a bit. Uh, when this is released, things will be opened up a little bit more. But I've seen that email open rates are a little higher now, I guess, because people are bored and sitting around and what else are you going to do but, but open mm -hmm. emails. But but the trend will likely continue that email open rates will go down. And, and first of all, I want to say email marketing is still very powerful, very relevant. You got to do it. But yeah, it's it's hard, and like the, you gotta, you can't just rush through a subject line. Like you've got to think about it, or else you're gonna be shooting yourself in the foot. So I love this. So it's very very personal marketing. You are going to open it. All of your customers have it, and and so you know, some really unique opportunities here. So that's kind of the higher. That's kind of the the framing of it. Uh, getting tactical, like how should we? How should an e-commerce brand be be using Messenger? Yeah. So I think, and also just sticking on the email path, right? So if we have something really, really important coming up, like a product launch, or even, I mean, we're still gonna be a little far out, but let's just think Black Friday, right? Mm -hmm. So Black Friday, and this is kind of where we also saw this as originally, it's, it's a little bit of a similar time to what people are going through now where everyone's checking their email, but also everyone is competing for that same real estate. And so like, I mean, when I used to map these out, we would do 20 to 25 emails over that BFCM weekend. We would be happy with 10% open rates on those emails. But if I can tell people, hey, if you want early access to our Black Friday sale, click this link, sign up to our messenger, and we'll just send you, we'll just send you a notification and you, can, you just get first access. And you don't have to worry about sifting through your email. It's a, it's a push notification. It's a big circle that so, shows up on your phone. You click it, you click through, you're on the website and you got the best deals and you got a discount code. And so it's that same concept of early bird lists of we just move people from one channel to the other. And you can even run what are called click to messenger ads, which are just Facebook ads where instead of clicking through to the website, you click through to open up messenger and interact with this essentially what's a bot. And so, right, what that does is, in, is instead of you taking the same beachhead that everyone else is taking and fighting over a very limited real estate to hopefully see your most important offer of the year, you can just move people from that channel ahead of time when it's not as competitive and it's yep. cheaper. And then you know that you're, you know that you're opening it. And that to me is so powerful because if someone opens something and they don't respond, you know that you missed the message in the response. Like you can get, and that's like a little bit what's different about email is you can hide behind, Oh, it was a low open rate. So it was a low click rate. 
But when you when someone's opening it and they don't click on your message, you know that it didn't resonate. And so it's a really great testing ground to see also what resonates with your customers and what works really well. Yeah. And there's also, I think, this principle of consistency where if someone has identified that, hey, I want to be on this list, I want to be on the notification list, I want to be on the early bird list. So they've already taken that action to be optimized into this new communication platform. I think they're going to be more likely to take action, right? They're, they're going to be more likely to then act on that because they've already said, hey, I want it. I want that offer. They're going to be more likely to take action on that offer. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things of like, you want the micro yeses throughout, right? They opened the email, they clicked through the email, they opted in, like they're, they're showing you that they want to hear from you and that they're very, very interested. I mean, the way that we like to phrase it is, they really said, hey, sell me something. Like yep. they've already yep. said, like, I'm interested, yep. like I'm going to buy it, just tell yes. me how to yeah. buy it. And exactly. so exactly. I think also like we like to get crafty and we like to build these really complex systems. But at the same time, like there's, just, there's something to be said about just like, Put, give someone an opportunity to buy something and just let them buy it and just right, right. just take your hands off it and just let that happen. Uh, and it's interesting how some of those taxes have led to some of our biggest successes. Yeah, it is interesting how some of the biggest wins, the best sales event, the best marketing messages, the best ads, sometimes are the are the simplest. They're they're the most simple, and sometimes we we overthink things. So okay, so we're gonna we're gonna use messenger marketing to be to put someone on an early bird list or a watch list or you know early notification list. What, what are some other tactics we should consider with, with uh, messenger marketing? Yeah. So one of my favorites, um, and I have to give full credit to my partners because they came up with this, is something that we call messenger motivation. Um, and so... It's an alliteration. I like alliteration. So it's already off to a good start. Yeah. Yeah. It's always something that I just like, it always catches. So think about if you want to start doing paleo diet and we're running a supplements company, uh, you opt in to get a daily inspirational message about maintaining your diet every single day from a brand that's scheduled around when you wake up in the morning. Um, and so things that are really inspirational, things that help you, things that motivate you. Um, we've done this for a couple of clients. And at the end of it, we just say, Hey, you've loved this. It's been a great 30 days. Do you want to buy? And so what it does is it allows us to get people... We don't have to give them really... I mean, sure, we give them the content of the daily message, but we're not really giving them anything on the front end. Like it, Other than building the flow, it doesn't cost us anything. And they go and they they literally get a message from the brand every single morning when they... We try to time it to around when we think they wake up. And it's an inspirational message. They're thinking about it. And then at the end of 30 days, after we've hit them in we know that they've opened every single day for 30 days or they would have unsubscribed. Then we say, Hey, like, are you interested in this entry offer? And so for anyone who is really familiar on the, like focusing on reducing their customer acquisition costs, reducing their cost of leads, uh, we found it to be insanely successful for one of the clients we built it for. It had a 95% satisfaction rating and 69% of people said they wanted us to do it and send it to them again. Wow. Um, wow. And so that I thought was just really cool because um, especially if you can include photos and gifts in that daily message and it's of your products, you're getting 30 free days of advertising your products. Yeah. yeah. Your and, and, they're, and they're asking for more. They, they enjoyed it so much. They want more. And then, and then, you know, like what percentage of people actually bought at the end? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'd have to go back. But back through the numbers, but I would, it's north of 10%. Like it was a very high percentage considering that someone had to go through 30 days of these messages. Yep. Yep. And then even if they didn't buy then, like again, that now they're, they've seen your product in action, that your, your product has been associated with 
very positive, inspirational messages. Like there's just so much goodwill that's built. And, mm-hmm. you know, so even if 10% bought right away, there's going to be more benefit down the road as well, which is... Which yeah. And for anyone who's really deep in a Facebook nerd, a really interesting thing that Facebook has recently opened up is now they'll pixel your messenger channel yeah. and your messenger bot. So if you, if you can get creative, you can also retarget people based on whether they interacted with your bot or not. Based on whether they interacted with specific messages even. So like if they interact with Ooh. these with these motivational, this motivational series or, or, or can you get that granular? I think you can go through the series. I don't know if it can be literally like a specific day 12 or something. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's like, Oh, they clicked on, I liked day 12. I think it's more of like if they went through the flow or not and you can track whether, and it tracks how far they go through the flow. Cool. Cool. So I definitely want to get into product launches, but any other tactics on the messenger side that we should be considering, keeping in mind, exploring? Yeah, so we, and this is actually a good segue because we like to use this tactic for launches also, um, is so you can tag every, if you, especially if you use ManyChat, which is the tool we like to use, you can tag everything. And so we just mine an inordinate amount of information from our customers anytime that we reach out to them, um, especially back in the day when there was the 24 plus one rule, which basically just meant you had to get the customer to engage with your bot before you could send them any type of message. And so for every product launch, we would just ask them a question. What do you like? And 24 plus one, is that 24 hours? Is that right? Yes. Sorry. Yes. 24 hours plus one additional message. Um, I got to remember that everyone doesn't have all the crazy (laughs) lingo from this. Um, So we would just ask, hey, which product do you like better, A or B? And then those products that we would ask for would be the following launch. So we would ask, do you like product A or B? And then know what to make six to eight weeks out or two months out. And then we would say, oh, hey, great. Thank you so much for voting. Did you also know that the product that you voted for six two, however long it was ago, six to eight weeks ago, we just launched. You can go buy it. Awesome. And so we were seeing insane results from that where people were really highly engaged, but also it started to train customers where they knew that anytime that they were asking about future products, that they were going to be sold a current product. And they would, we would just see these massive spikes in sales from whenever those messages went out um, because people were just so excited by it. Yeah, that's really, really cool. I love that. So let, let's transition. Let's let's dig into product launches, how you guys approach it, because I know there's there's so many good things here to discuss. Uh, I get a sense, you know, we work with a lot of e-commerce brands, some really successful ones, that there are a fair number of e-commerce brands when they launch a new product, you know, they email about it, they turn on some ads, you know, they fire up Google search, they, they maybe run Facebook but I don't know that there are that many people think about product launches the way you guys do. And so, so talk us through, you know, how do you map out a product launch and then why you do it the way you do it? Yeah. So um, first and foremost, I see so many awesome brands all the time launch awesome products that I think make perfect sense. And it, it gives me ulcers to watch how they do it because... Um, I understand where a company gets really confident and you're so deep in the weeds that you think your customers are constantly looking at your marketing channels and watching out and seeing those things and aware. But to be perfectly honest, and I I don't ever want to tell anybody that their baby is ugly. Most customers are doing 9 million things at at the same time. They're on their phone, probably on social channel, looking at 9 million other things. And so not raising enough awareness in the installed customer base, like people who have the potential to come back and buy again, I think is one of the greatest misses is, is probably 
I can't say is the, is one of the greatest misses that I see most growing e-commerce businesses make because there's so much more potential to get people to buy more if their customers were just more educated ahead of time. And we, I, I know this and I can confidently say this because I was one of those people. I was like, oh, well, we can just email the list the day of and they'll buy and they won't have any issues and it'll be easy. It'll be smooth sailing. Um, yeah, so it was an interesting learning curve. So basically what we real, what we realized was, and I started studying um, some of the biggest, most successful brands that really did product launch as well. Um, things like Kylie Cosmetics, Supreme, Kim, K, KKW Beauty, Apple, Jordan, like, and also, if you, it's interesting that those companies also have insanely big brands and are, are a lot of big affinity. And we just, especially during this time period where I was working at Lumi, we saw Kylie sell out in six hours and sell out in a day and her restocks were... And so I really started... To so many people study. want to just like lump Kylie into, oh, just, you know, she's just a reality superstar or whatever. Like, oh, no. He's built a phenomenal freaking brand and some very, very smart marketing. You need, you need to pay attention to what she's doing. Every, every single one, uh, however you, whatever your opinions are about how they became famous, every single Kardashian has used that as a platform, um, to launch many, many successful businesses. It is insane how deep their roster goes in so many different areas. It's, it's impressive. Like, I think, I think in a hundred years, we'll be talking about the Kardashian business model, the same (laughs) way that we talk about the Rockefeller business model now. Um, and so, yeah. and so we just kept studying it and there's a couple of key tactics that we saw across every single one that every single of these companies did well and just do every single time. And so first it's build excitement and build awareness ahead of time. And so whenever we work with the company, we always like to start four to six weeks out from a product launch date because the most important thing that we see every company kind of miss and whiff on is that point that they think that customers are just aware of, mm-hmm. of what's coming next because they've been obsessing about getting the product ready and getting the supply chain ready and getting all the marketing ready. It's, it's all but they've thought about for exactly. know, months and months. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a scramble to launch a new product that I, I, I can empathize. But what's so important to realize is that your customers, even if you tell someone, Hey, we've got a new product coming in a month, they're not going to remember. Like it's just, they're just too busy. They've got too much stuff going on. They have too many, too many other companies selling them stuff that you need to consistently Remind, make them progressively more aware. And so what I mean by that is, is at about four weeks out, you don't want to tell anybody that you're launching, you're launching a new product on X date because then they're going to stop buying your products for the next three weeks waiting to buy that. But you want to tease it out. You want to get them excited. You want to say, hey, start checking out our emails. Start checking out these other channels. Because if you do, you're going to be notified when we do launch this really this cool new thing. And so that's what's so important because... One, it just gets people to come back to your site more, which then feeds your pixels. It gets people to open your emails more, which helps your deliverability and your open rate. It gets people just more... It puts you more top of mind throughout this process. And also, if you if you intelligently release, drip that information out as you get closer to launch, it also builds their excitement where um, we shifted most of our launch days to Fridays and they're usually every other because that's when people get paid. And we started noticing nice. that people were like, I love these product launches, but I really don't have the money in the bank <laughs> to buy what you guys are selling. And so like, it even has come down to, we had this like major like aha moment that some people literally you need to get their finances in, in line to buy these new products. Yep. Um, so, you're starting, so you're starting four weeks out and just saying, hey, watch, watch your email inbox, watch 
social channels because something big is is happening. That's kind of the first step. And then you start mm-hmm. trickling more in from there. Yeah. And so what we like to do is we like to be, we like to funnel people into one specific place. So like to keep things broad and simple, like we like to sign up for email to be the first to hear about this new product that's coming. And so what's really easy to set up, and especially if you're using a autoresponder like Clavio, is you can just set up an automated flow that someone signs up, send them a, hey, thanks for signing up email. And then you can, a couple of days later, or even a week later, you can do a second one and say, here's some special features that we have coming. Or if it's uh, something in the fashion or beauty space, we'd be like, hey, have you seen these beautiful colors? Have you seen these beautiful patterns? Um, so they kind of get a, a hint, right? Like if you're selling t-shirts and you're saying, hey, we've got a lot of floral stuff coming, and most people can figure out that you're going to be making floral t-shirts. Um, and so as you drip it, then what we like to do is just keep moving them from channel to channel. So you sign up for early access. The first access step is email. You try to get them on an email flow. That's the first thing. Right. Yeah. And so from the email flow, um, we might move them into a private Facebook group where they could potentially win, a, like enter a contest to win the, to win the free product associated with the launch. Um, we might move them into an SMS channel for additional content. Um, it really all depends on the company and what their primary channels are versus their secondary channels. Um, but right, so they're moving. And just real quick, is the move to a private Facebook group, is that is that so the messages are easily shared or is that to kind of build community within that group or what's the, what's the purpose of that? Yes. <laughs> and it, um, it does seem, I mean, this, the trend is, and I'm not a Facebook guy, but I do pay attention. The trend is towards groups, right? Like if you're in a group, you see those group messages. I know I'm part of a few groups that I just love. I mm-hmm. always see those posts in my newsfeed. Yeah, I think, so we're seeing a couple of interesting things. We're seeing a real shift to community um, in Facebook groups, which I think is could be dedicated its own podcast up to of the importance of that for an e-commerce brand. Hmm. Um, also, Facebook at their developer conference last year just said, Facebook groups are going to become the number one priority for the core platform. Like wow. We're going to put the most weight behind Facebook groups. Um, I think they've realized that it's probably one of the last parts of the original property that hasn't just been completely destroyed by user experience and ads. Mm-hmm. Um, which also leads me to think that I, how long is this run going to last? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we see, right, if you can post an engaging thing in a Facebook group, it gets so much engagement that Facebook will then prioritize it in whoever's in that Facebook group's newsfeed. So any customer that you can get in on Facebook into a Facebook group, essentially you can get back into their newsfeed without having to pay for it by really having a highly engaged Facebook group. Love it. And so, right. And then once they're in that group, we have, there's a lot of long-term strategy that ongoing that's replenishable that we can use that channel for. Um, right. And so it's, it's thinking about using this one event to really build up your marketing system that way you have all of these resources that you can just keep customers around, keep people coming back. Um, where maybe, right, where we talked before, like maybe they don't buy in this specific launch, but uh, you launch a new pattern or you launch a new product or a new feature in the next launch, and that's what gets them in. Um, and so it just progressively builds and builds and builds to, to be honest, on launch days, our messaging is really simple. It's, like you it's know, here. Yeah, you know it's coming. Here it is. Click the link. Yeah, but you're building so much excitement. You're building so much demand. You're making so many people aware. There's this anticipation factor. They're they're connected with a group potentially. They're getting getting messenger messages or getting emails. And not just, you're just 
opening the floodgates at that point, right? Just kind of taking the leash off and people people go. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, at the, at the end of the day, really, like, really on launch day, it's really just hitting every channel, making sure that anybody who you may have missed is now aware. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've been seeing incredible results. Like for one of our brands, if we do anything less than $100,000 in the first 24 hours, we consider it an unsuccessful launch. Wow. Um, obviously, I mean, maybe, in how long? In 24 hours? Or 20, yeah, the first wow. first 24 hours. I mean, they're also, they've got a very, very rapid fan base. I mean, for the launch we just did uh, last week, they had over 500 people on the website 20 minutes before we told them that the product was going to launch. Wow. Um, they're also doing some other interesting like strategies. Like the virtual version of people lining up outside the Apple store, you know, just waiting for their, waiting for the new Star Wars movie or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, hate, to, I hate to tell any growing e-commerce brand to comp to Apple because Apple, I mean, they've got more money than God, but um, yes, it, it's, it's, it is literally like they will wait. And it's really funny. I mean, it's not fun. It's a little, it's a little strange, but it's funny to see in the comments afterwards, people will be like, these people have no lives that they can just wait around all morning to buy the product. And it's like, it's so unfair. They're like sold out so quickly. <laughs> um, and we're like, get here earlier next time. <laughs> like, sorry. It's <laughs> your job, man. Uh, that's, that's amazing. So hundred thousand dollars in the first 24 hours. That, that's fantastic. So if, if someone, when you see people, maybe they've heard you speak somewhere or they've listened to the podcast or heard people talk about product launches. So they're attempting to, to do a product launch, but they didn't quite get it. Right. So, so where do people typically make mistakes in this process? Where, where does a potential, you know, explosive product launch go wrong and become kind of a meh product launch? Yeah. So I think it's really not investing in the messaging early enough, I think. And it was, all, it was also a little bit of an interesting internal challenge when I was at Lumi to really get, get everyone on the team on board with this. Um, but I see a lot of companies that are just gun shy on letting their customers know that product is coming soon. And it is a little, it is a difficult kind of balance of you can't tell... Because they're fearful that, oh, what if we stumble? What if there's issues with supply chain? What if the products aren't ready? That type of thing? What if we look bad? Yeah. So I, it's really what I've found is mostly three buckets. It's first, we're not confident that we can ship the date that we say we're going to be able to ship. The second is that um, they think that all of their current customers are going to stop buying. And then the third one is... And this was a little weird one that I haven't really experienced in a while, but they thought that a competitor was going to swoop in and outlaunch them on the product. Um, and I found that to be, especially the last one, an extremely rare use case um, because I mean, you know, spin up a product and get it out in four weeks. Yeah, and if and if they can market to your company better than you can, like there's a whole lot of other things that are going on there that um, like there's there's other there's bigger things to tackle than just a, a product launch. But really focusing on the first two, um, yeah, you have to be. And, that, and that's why we like to drip that information out. Because yeah, if you say to somebody is like, hey, we've got a brand new product. It's going to be everything that you want, but it's not coming for four weeks. Like you're guaranteeing that no one's going to buy for the next three to four weeks. And that's mm-hmm. why it's, it's important mm-hmm. to step that. Really smart. You, it prevents yeah, them from going out and buying your competitor's products yeah. early. Yeah. Yeah. And so another really interesting pattern that we see when it's done really well is people will preload their cart. So they know that something's coming. So they're like, you know what? I've always really wanted that other thing that they sell, but I haven't really had a reason to buy it yet. Hmm. So I'm just going to throw that in my cart and save it. And then Very what happens is, is it's more and they get more excited and they're like, 
oh, well, the product is here. I'm going to buy it. And now I want to buy this complimentary or other thing as well. So you've seen, that's also what really has helped propel these to bigger numbers is we've seen huge AOV jumps as well. Um, And then for supply chain, I mean, there's only so much a marketing team can do, right? Like your supply chain is your supply chain. You get a product when you get product. Um, What we've done in the rare instances where we couldn't hit a launch date. And also that's why we really picked four weeks. Four weeks is usually the lead time or the PO is like, it's usually either on the boat or on a plane coming in. And so unless something happens with customs or something that really gets messed up, usually we're good to go. And that especially we're hitting the lists hard with information two weeks out. And it's very, very rare that something happens that we can't ship within, within that time frame. Um, but we've also just shifted and sometimes done a pre-order. And we've done pre-orders that have done six figures in sales as well. Because people are... If you get... I think what people struggle with is if you get people excited enough ahead of time, they're willing to discount anything else. They're willing to discount price. They're willing to discount shipping delays. They're willing to discount all of those things that we spend so much time in conversion rate optimization and really providing value props to. But if someone's really excited about something like... My dad bought a Tesla and sat paid to sit on a wait list for two years. Like, <laughs> yep, right? Like yep. people will people will spend money if you can get them excited enough. And so it's really, really focusing on that because that is that's the key to all of this. Yep, totally makes sense. I really like it. So uh, you know, other than just you know the beauty of a twenty four hour launch and making you know fifty to one hundred k and in new sales for this new product. Are there other benefits there as well? Like getting off to a really fast start with a product, do you see long-term benefits? Uh, for some reason, I have like this picture in my head of like, you know, movie launches. Movie launches always do better when the, when the premiere is really hot. And I know it's not a perfect analogy, but, but are there other examples or other thoughts behind why a big launch? Yeah, so you actually stole my secret sauce. Most of the hype process that we do, I actually just watched how movies how movies launch new movies <laughs> into theaters. Uh, there's a lot of incredible tactics of how they build trailers to how they build content and everything around it. Yep. Um, Which, by the way, we talked about this on on the episode where I was on your podcast. I, I think the the way some movies now do trailers. That's mm-hmm. actually a pretty good format for YouTube ads where like there's this explosive in your face type thing right right in the beginning and then they back up until the story. So lots to be learned from the movie industry. Yeah, and it's those first three seconds that are really, sure. really action-packed that maybe have no idea what the story means. But, but you're, you're like, like, whoa, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I saw a huge explosion. Actually, 1917, they got me. It was the scene where he was running. It was like, bomb, bomb, bomb. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, this movie's going to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't not watch with that with that opening, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so the, to answer your original question, sorry, I always go down these tangents. Um, the The... There's a lot bigger, more long-term benefit if you can really have a product launch pop. Um, right at the end of the game, the e-commerce really word coming. of mouth. Like I just think of so many things that that happen. You know. Yeah, and also like just from a fundamental perspective, like the e-commerce game really comes down to how how long of a time is it between you put cash out of your pocket buying inventory and you put cash back into your pocket selling inventory. And right, and there's ads, and we can get creative yep. with customer yep. lifetime value and all these other things. But at the end of the day, it's that cycle of cash mm-hmm. out to cash in. And if you sell out of everything in a day of what you were planning to sell over two to three months, and that also presents other interesting problems. But um, right, if you can bring that cash back in really quickly, then you have a lot more money. Right, you don't have the discount product. You don't have to do any type of end of life cycles. 
and any of that of like discounting and clearance. Um, so you're capturing more margin and more margin faster. And then once you have all of that, right, you will one, your team just gets way more confident, <laughs> right? It's, you're already replacing replenishment POs. You're already buying more inventory. You can spend more money in ads because cash flow is strong. So there's the, that very like immediate benefit. But you're also building this sense of like urgency in your customer base. Um, the reason why that company has 500 people on their website before the launch goes live is that they know if they if they know that the product might be sell out. Yeah, they, it might, they might not be able to buy what they want in two days, in three days. And so you're also just training your customers to just have a stronger affinity for your brand. And when I was talking earlier about like the Jordans and Kylie Jenners of the world, there is this interesting and supreme, like there is this interesting balance of the scarce resource really makes it so much more valuable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You may not have to discount products as much. You may not have to do those other things because people are afraid that if they don't buy your product quickly, they won't buy your product. And like, it's a different game plan. I've, I've worked in both for companies that do both where it's just, we have to move inventory and we have to liquidate and we can't keep this thing in stock. I will take the logistical headaches that we can't keep this thing in stock 100%, any day of the week. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, because you get, you get in, that, in that mode and you you talked about it where now we got to liquidate. So we're taking a big hit on margin. Right. We're having to, to run ads towards it. We're having to beg our customers to buy. And I, obviously that's a bit of a stretch, but but not always. Not always. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're begging to sell this thing. And that, that just doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. And it doesn't, it doesn't show well to the customer. So 100%. Uh, there's always going to be challenges, issues when you're running an e-commerce company. I would much rather have the issue of we're running out of stock because we're selling so fast. Um, so yeah, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Well, this has been phenomenal. Uh, I knew it was going to be interesting. This this totally uh, exceeded my expectations. Like this was awesome. Awesome. Um, and so really, really good stuff. I know you put together some resources. So let's do this kind of as we wrap up. Well, actually, did, did we miss anything? Um, any other mistakes or things that we... I didn't just make sure I didn't cut you off there. Uh, uh, I mean, I could talk about this all day. Uh, I think we I think we covered a lot of the basics and some deeper stuff. Um, but Perfect. yeah, we're always always happy to answer more questions. Good, good. So so let's do this. Uh, one, talk about the podcast, and then two, I think you've got like a, a product launch blueprint PDF. So mm -hmm. talk, talk about those two things and talk about where people can find that blueprint. Yeah, definitely. So our podcast where we just released an awesome, awesome interview where Brett completely schooled us on YouTube ads because that is not one of our areas of expertise. Uh, we really dove deep, especially my business partner who's a uh, Facebook ads expert, just really diving into that. So Messenger Mastermind, uh, we're on all the major podcasting platforms, Apple, Stitcher, iTunes, that's Apple. Uh, we're the other one, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, we also have them on our website, messengermastermind.co backslash podcasts. And then we also put together a really quick blueprint around our product launches, um, just the really high levels, things to think about and things that we always ask when working with new companies. If you want to go to grow.messengermastermind.co backslash launch, and I'll shoot over, Brett, the link to that. So if Perfect. Yeah, to, I'll put it in the show notes and so it'll, it'll be easily accessible. As well. um, we are going to ask for your email, but it's a, it's a PDF, completely free. Um, where you can download it. It gives you things like what time of day, what day of the week should you be launching your products, um, how we break down channels and tiers and all of those other elements. Um, and it's kind of like the, the quick checklist that we always go through looking at every single product launch that we go into. 
Yep. Very, very cool. I just downloaded a little bit ago. I'm excited to to dive into it myself. And then, and then also very while people cool. are on the site, they can find out more about the agency and more about what you guys do to actually help run this for companies as well. Yeah, definitely. So on the website, uh, you can get a pretty quick overview of what we've done for some clients. Um, and if you want to get in contact with me, it's Jeremy at messengermastermind.co. Happy to send over case studies, any other information that we share. We also have a couple of podcast episodes about this. So um, plenty of resources. This is something that we're really excited about. And we think every company should be doing and doing more and bigger and better. So really excited for whoever wants to get in this crazy game with us. Fantastic. Jeremy Horowitz, man, you brought brought the A game today, buddy. Crushing it. That was uh, a lot of fun. Really good stuff. Lots to think about. Uh, at this point, if you're not, you know, considering a big launch for your next product, uh, why, you know, why would be my my question? So you got to get a dig in, check out those free resources. And uh, yeah, really exciting stuff. So Jeremy, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Awesome. And as always, thank you for tuning in. We would love to hear feedback from you. Hey, we'd love that review on iTunes. If you're enjoying this show, leave that review on iTunes. It helps other people discover the show as well. And with that, until next time, thank you for listening. All right, that's a Dude, that was good. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.